Whoa, 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 whoa. What's up, homies? It's your boy Ruben Solo coming to you live from the verge of a mental b- 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 breakdown. <laughs> That's right, you heard it here first. I've had a tough week and an even tougher day, and it's a perfect time to record a comedy podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is going to be an absolute riot. Get excited, get pumped up. I'm going to crawl into a ball and cry as soon as we finish recording. Let's get this started. gonna cry welcome to the podcast episode 32 32 down 68 to go i've always said um i've always maintained this is a hundred episode podcast and uh i'm sticking to my guns on that so it's great news if you're sick of it because there's an end in sight And uh, it's great news if you love the podcast because we're only like 30-something percent done. Okay, so great news all around. And uh, bad news, though, if you're me. Because I'm sad. And here's the thing, folks. Can I give you one hot tip, one hot piece of advice? Ah, sorry, just a bit of water there. Don't... um, don't try to organize, orchestrate, administer, promote a comedy show for a comedian while also being that comedian. Okay, if I could sort of just give you one piece of advice, it would be never do that. It would be probably never do that. It's probably not good for your mental health, um, especially when you have a schema known as unrelenting standards. And that is something my therapist has told me and uh, I keep pulling it out at dinner party conversations and making everyone pretty uncomfortable. (laughs) Let's get into the episode. We don't have time to talk about these things, okay? Okay, we don't have time to talk about them because, um, well, it's a comedy podcast. (laughs) Right, right? Um, Keep those laughs rolling, keep those laughs rolling. And uh, so, and, and it's, it's funny, everything's funny. Just keep remembering that everything I say is funny and uh, everything will be fine. Now, I do have some really funny things to talk about to you for de- today. And <laughs> here's the situation. Mum's away, okay? Mum's gone. See you later, Mum. She's in Sydney. Uh, she's up in Sydney and... That has left me and my father in charge of the house, okay? It's turned this house, this suburban house, into a bit of a bachelor pad, okay? Uh, Except that my dad is married and I am his son. So uh, less of a bachelor pad and more of a a not a bachelor pad uh, is really what I would say. But uh, if I could say more things than that, and I think I can, it's my own goddamn podcast, or I'd say whatever the fuck I want, it's that, um, you know, it it has not dampened the mood, okay? We are living it up, all right? Mum's away, 
the nerd. Okay. <laughs> All right. She's the uh, she's the sort of the controller. She controls everything around the house. I didn't. I don't mean that in a negative way. Um, but you know. She's the boss. That's what I should have said. She's the boss of the household. And guess what? The boss is away. All right. The boss is gone. And that means me and dad are struggling. Guys, we're struggling. Um, You know, it's just times like this when you really think to yourself, where does the Tupperware go? Okay. Where does the Tupperware go? I've looked. All right. There are a lot of cupboards. There are more cupboards than I thought possible. But I've looked in all of them. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure science still can't answer this one. Where does the Tupperware go? We may never know, okay? We may never know until mum returns. But until then, we're doing our best. Now, mother, she she obviously, um, you know, there are a lot of things that were in her jurisdiction uh, uh, during her tenure at the house, which was a, a long and noble one. And I commend her for that. And I can't wait for her reign to uh, continue when she returns. Uh, uh, you know, some of those things will sort of shock you and you'll be like, Ruben, how are you, how are you like, how are you a functional human being? How are you a competent human being? It's a great question. And the answer is I'm not. So I hope that clears things up. Now I may be incompetent. Sure. Okay. Guilty as changed, but um, sorry, little community reference. Uh, guilty as charged, but my dad, I would argue, even less competent. Okay, uh, I mean, you know, at certain things, at certain things. To give you, to give you an example, all right, just a little taste of the scope of the strife that we are in. Okay, the crisis that we're currently dealing with. When mum left, the day she left, she had to show dad how to use the dishwasher. Okay, now if that doesn't strike fear into your hearts, I don't know what will. Well, how about this? She also had to show him how to use the washing machine. Now, these were appliances that I knew how to use. I wouldn't say I'm a connoisseur. Uh, or an expert by any means, but, you know, I have a vague idea of the main functions of the buttons. Uh, Dad, apparently, I mean, I was shocked that she didn't have to show him how to use the toaster. I couldn't believe it. There are literally two buttons, okay? There are two buttons on the dishwasher. So what's going on? You do the math on the two buttons. Dad, I think you can figure it out by yourself. You're a grown man. But, you know... Dire straits, for sure. Here's another thing that fell under her jurisdiction. Cooking. Okay. Um, so this is, not a, this is not a good one to be without. Uh, and we are without it. Mum, bless her, she was a great cook uh, until she left. I mean, she's still a great cook, I guess, but not for us. So I don't really count it. She was a great cook. Uh, then she betrayed us and left. Uh, <laughs> She cooked vegan for me every night of the week. I mean, unbelievable. The, the generosity astounds and abounds. Now, I I have been known to cook, okay? I can cook. I have cooked before. Um, there was, mum was sort of on the forefront of a push, a campaign, if you will, um, sort of an ongoing and recurring campaign that would sort of rear its head once every few months, uh, the campaign to get me to cook once a week, that is a war 
that she'll never win, okay? I'm standing strong and uh, it's not going to happen, mum. It's not going to happen. I mean, listen, I probably should cook more. I should, yeah. I'm appreciative of how much she cooks, of what she cooks, and I absolutely, without question, I should be cooking more. However, um, I'll tell you who doesn't cook. My dad. And uh, I've been cooking all this week. Uh, Not every night, you know, not quite every night. We have uh, had leftovers and stuff like that, but... I've been cooking a lot to his credit. He's been washing up and cleaning up. That's sort of a split that I think is reasonably fair and I'm certainly happy with. And it's a split I'm happy with for a number of reasons. I hate cleaning. That would probably be primarily it. But also, you know, dad, while dad has cooked before, I mean, he's, you know, in the past, he's donned the chef hat before. Uh, So yes, he can cook. He could cook. I could I could hand over the the reins or the apron, as it were, and let him and let him cook for for a meal. But is that a risk we're willing to take? Okay, uh, personally, that's not a risk I'm willing to take. If if you if if it's a risk you're willing to take, I mean, hats off to you, chef. Hats off to you. Uh, you you're a braver man than I, but. Personally, I'm not going to roll those dice. I'm not going to play with fire. What I am going to do is I'm going to cook a mediocre stir fry. Okay? Um, you got to cook those mediocre stir fries. You got to cook them good. That is really my bread and butter. Uh, sorry, it's my stir fry. I misspoke there. It's it's really that, that, that mediocre stir fry is really my stir fry. It's my stir fry. It's like my stir fry and then dad has some of it. What are you doing, dad? It's my stir fry. No, I share the stir fry. It's my stir fry. It's not my bread and butter, to be clear. Um, got lost in a bit of hole of a hole there. I'm not sure if everyone followed what, what my brain was doing, but it look, it doesn't really matter. Stir fry, done a couple of curries, done a couple of pastas. I am absolutely 100% out of meals to cook. Okay, uh, <laughs> those are the three things I know, and I wouldn't say I could even do them good, but I've done them, and I've done them to death, and uh, we're out of ideas. Now, here's what I really wanted to address here um, after I take a sip of water. Mm, so refreshing. I was washing up. I know Dad often does it, but I was washing up, and uh, I noticed something a little bit strange. The dishwashing liquid we usually use, there was like the the consistency was different, the color was different, and I probably wouldn't have noticed that except for the smell tipped me off. There was something about it that was like, is this like fruity or floral or sweet? Like I'm not sure what's going on here, but something has changed. Something's amiss, something's afoot. So... I washed up as per nothing, you know, nothing, nothing unusual there. And then the next night I was at dinner and I went to dad. Hey dad, did you refill the dishwashing liquid? Yeah. Oh, right. Um, what'd you, what'd you refill it with? Shampoo. Sorry, what's that? Shampoo. Filled it with uh, shampoo. 
Sorry. Um, like he just said it like it was, it was the most normal thing in the world. <laughs> the most normal thing in the world that we've been washing our dishes with shampoo for a week. <laughs> I go, what do you mean? What do you mean you've refilled it with shampoo? He goes, well, I had some excess shampoo. We we're out of dishwashing liquid. I just filled it with shampoo. He goes, it's all soap, mate. It's all soap. <laughs> Same thing. Dishwashing liquid is actually cheaper soap. It's like less, it's like worse quality. So we're actually, we're actually washing our dishes with better quality soap at this point. And look, folks, I am no scientist. Um, so I couldn't, I, I, I just, I was like, you know what? Fair point. I, I couldn't refute it. I didn't know. I don't know. I, I don't know enough about shampoo. I don't know enough about soap. Other, they have the same active ingredients. Quite possibly, you know, one washes your body, one washes dishes. Uh, I mean, just there's something in my brain that goes, that ain't right. You got to stop that immediately. But then I'm like, well, what actually, what actually is the problem here? Because I haven't noticed an issue with the, uh, the quality of the cleanliness of the, of the dishes that have been produced by my father's washing up. So, you know what I think I would do? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to bring back a segment. I'm not sure if I've ever done this on the podcast, but I know I've done it on the radio when I used to do community radio with Luca. And what better time to do it than when dad goes rogue and takes over the household, mum is away. Well, I think that's the perfect time to do a little bit of mum knows best. Let's give her a call and uh, see if she has any qualms with using shampoo as dishwashing liquid. Uh, Get her thoughts on the whole matter. Let's clear up this issue once and for all. Hello. Hi, Mother. How are you? Thanks, Ruben. How are you? Good. Uh, you're on the podcast. Uh, it's lovely to have you. I have a question for you. Okay. What's that? So I'm uh, I'm doing Mum Knows Best. Do you remember this, this segment, Mother? I do indeed. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I need your advice. I need your opinion mm-hmm. on something because my okay. father, uh, your husband, has gone rogue in the uh, in the dishwashing arena of okay. of the house. Right. He has. You might want to sit down for this one. Okay. He he is refilled without telling me the dishwashing liquid with shampoo. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So you have very sweet-smelling dishes. Very sweet-smelling dishes. And I brought it up to him. And he said, he said, uh, he said, it's all soap, mate. It's all soap. Uh, one's used to clean your body. One, one's used to clean the dishes. What's the big deal? Uh, and so I wanted to get your opinion because mum knows best. <laughs> see if this is actually the heinous crime that it appears at face value or if it's actually just fine. What's the deal? Well, here are my thoughts. 
first, I don't like my dishes to smell like my hair. Uh, so a, I wouldn't use it for that reason. That's a good That's a good reason, yep. <laughs> it's just not, yeah, it's just not nice, I don't think. And so, I, you know, I haven't looked into this in detail, but I'm guessing that dishwashing liquid is kind of okay for you to consume in small quantities if you don't happen to rinse it thoroughly off right. the dishes. Right, yep. Now, I'm just not sure that shampoo is the same. You know, sometimes if you do kind of get a bit of shampoo in your mouth or your eyes, it kind of stings and it doesn't taste, it tastes real bad. Yeah. I'm not sure that it's a great thing. But well, perhaps he's thoroughly rinsing them after he washes them, which is definitely a possibility with your father. Mm. He does that. He does do a good, good rinsing job afterwards. So in that case, I guess it's probably okay. But you have to check. Check his, check his rinsing okay. habits. And, and I would also just advise him that fairly certain there's a new bottle of dishwashing liquid in the cupboard. Yes. And there's plenty more at the shops, I would have thought, um, well, I mean, if it really is. came down to it. Yeah. I could see, you know, using shampoo to wash your hands with, you know, uh-huh. fill up the hand wash. Yep. That would be okay. What about dishwashing <laughs> liquid uh, in the shower? Well, it's probably fine. It's probably fine. <laughs> I would say dishwashing liquid in the shower is is more fine than shampoo on the dishes. Yes, because correct. yeah, because it's sort of like you. I mean, you put you wash you wash the dishes with your hands anyway. So True. that seems fine. Like your hands are getting washed in there. That's right. Yeah, but I've never had a bowl of spaghetti with a side of conditioner. You know what I'm saying? So I feel yeah. like there is there's a there's a potential issue there, but I will mm. I will look into it. I will look in mm-hmm. see if he's got the bottle and see if there's anything about you know human consumption. Uh, well, I suspect there's not. I suspect there's not because people probably don't make shampoo with the expectation that somebody might want to <laughs> eat it. <laughs> you wouldn't have thought so, would you? You wouldn't have thought so. No. no. Okay, well, Mum, you've solved uh, you've solved a problem for me. I appreciate your help. <laughs> okay. And um, any time, darling boy. Wonderful. I'll see you sometime soon. I hope so. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Mum. I'm going to uh, do a little bit of research, figure this out, uh, put an end to this absolute madness, this circus of a household that has uh, developed in her absence. I'm going to do you proud, Mum. And I'm going to make sure uh, that we don't get poisoned by the shampoo or dad's cooking. Okay, that's my word to you. And without further ado, this segment has gone long enough. Let's cut to a break. Radio Company. Quick Coles update. In fact, I'm not even sure if it's going to be that quick because uh, there's, there's actually, you know what? It's a lengthy Coles update, but it's a good Coles update. I've really got some... Uh, Twists and turns for you, some scandals coming to the surface here. Last week on the podcast, I talked about how there was a Coles opened up at my local shopping center, a very small shopping center, right, uh, where a Woolworths already exists. Here's an email that, that came through from Heath. Dear Ruben, oh, because I also talked about like, which one am I going to choose? You know, this is such a hard choice. I've never been to Coles before. I mean, I've been to Coles, but I've never had a local Coles. This comes through from Heath. Dear Ruben, I wasn't sure if this was going to come to a vote, but just in case, 
I was compelled to let you know that Woolworths is by far the superior option. I have several friends who work at Coles and Woolies. Those who work at Woolworths seem a lot happier with their job. I've shopped at both stores many times. However, I go to Woolworths far more often. Even the color scheme of Woolworths is much more compelling than the red and white that Coles displays. That's true. It's quite a nice green. It's quite a pleasant green from Woolworths. The red and white from Coles. It's quite garish. Um, a bit in your face, a bit aggressive. Like, I know prices are down, but you don't have to yell at me, okay? A quick Google search will also tell you that Woolworths is the people's preferred option with 45% of the population preferring to shop at Woolies and 35 for Coles. I'm not sure if we can trust that statistic. I mean, if you asked me the same question, I would say Woolworths, but that's because Woolworths is closer to me, you know? So... I'm, I don't really know exactly the, 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 the real story behind those statistics. You can never really trust statistics. Uh, and that's why I still think COVID is a hoax. Woolworths is also on average around 1% cheaper. That's interesting. Based on a typical basket of groceries. I mean, I am not buying your typical groceries. Okay. <laughs> Who do you think I am? A freaking normie? No, I don't think so. I'm buying that organic shit. Okay, I'm buying that luxury shit. I'm not like you. Although I have no clue which is more ethical, I feel that both companies would be fairly similar. Yeah, still don't have an answer to that question. Thanks for weighing in, Heath. I do appreciate it. Now, here's the other thing I said uh, on the podcast last week when we were talking about it. I said I was going to check them out. I was going to do some reconnaissance. Um, I didn't really have to say that with a little bit of a French accent, but I did. You know, spice things up a little bit. Why not? I said I was going to do that, and I did. I went to Coles that same day that I recorded the podcast last week. I went there to do some grocery shopping, and um, it was closed. Coles was closed. And I don't mean it was closed like it was 6 a.m. It hadn't opened yet, or it was like too late in the day it hadn't opened yet. Like from, from what I could tell, I didn't do much investigating. It just looked like it hadn't opened, like it was going to open like next month or something. You know, it was like still in development. Talking to dad the other day about uh, shopping. I can't remember how it came up, but I, I, I think I probably said something like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go check out, see if the new Coles has opened yet. He goes, oh, yeah, it's open. I go, oh, great. Did you – right, that's, cause, uh, that's weird because I was like there like just a few days ago really and it was closed. And he goes, um, yeah, no, I was, I was there. I was there like a week ago. I bought a, I bought a, um, bought a watermelon there. I've been, to, I've been there a few times. Like, what time did you go there? And I was like, oh, maybe, maybe, I, maybe I went there later than I thought. But even still, like it's Coles. Like they're gonna close. Like they're not gonna close until like eight p.m. at the earliest. Like probably the same time as Woolworths. You would have thought. So I'm like, okay, um, strange. I mean, like maybe maybe I just thought I saw some shutters that weren't there or something. Somehow I got confused because Coles is open. Bizarre. So I went there today. I haven't been all week, but I went there today because I, I, <laughs> I was literally going to record the podcast. I was like, I got to get this reconnaissance in. Um, let, them know, let the people know. What they, what they came to hear. So I went to Coles today and I thought 
because it would be a bit more interesting for you guys as well, a bit, bit better audio content, I thought I would record my experience. So we pick up the action here. I am, I would say, probably 50 metres from the entrance of Coles. I've sort of walked through the, sh- through the centre and Coles has sort of just come into sight. Let's see how this went down. Okay, I... I'm looking at the coals. Let me tell you something, folks. It's closed, okay? This is a closed coals. Case coals. Case closed. Coals closed, sorry. Uh, I'm looking at what appears to be like... I don't know. It's... Yeah, it's, it's shutters. It's, it's shutters over the store. The, the, the time is 4.12pm. And I am going to approach... Uh, there's, there, there are posters on the shutters that say Coles opening early 2022. There is a Liquorland next to the Coles. Uh, the Liquorland is also shuttered. Okay, I'm, I really am. It's closed. <laughs> it's for sure it's closed. All right, let's get to the bottom of this. We're going to ring my father right now and see uh, what this absolute larrikin is playing at. Or perhaps, um, if he knows at all what's going on. Hi. Hi, Ruben. Yes. Good. You're on the podcast. Welcome. Great. Thank you. Thank you. This is a, uh, am I the first person that's been here twice? No, no. Um, (laughs) I actually had, I actually had mum on earlier today, so... Oh my god! I've got ages to go. You always get mum on. Oh no, no! I thought I was special, but we'll forget about Sorry, that idea. Sadly, not. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about Coles because I'm talking a bit about Coles and Woolworths on the podcast at the moment. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. All right. I'll give it a go. I'm not very good at the shopping thing, but I, I do. I have been into those stores though. Yeah. 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 Right. Interesting. So. I mean, let me ask you a question about about your experience at Coles. You said you bought a watermelon. Was that right? Yes, I did. Yeah. I did. A whole watermelon, not just a piece, but a whole one. Yep. And uh, what was the experience like at Coles? Uh, What do you mean? Like the product I bought or the shopping environment? Just the shopping environment. I actually quite liked it, actually. Right. I I think it's actually has a very sort of open plan feel it's like yeah, all those other shopping centers you sort of they send you down these rat runways little aisles that sort of and you can never see above anything you'd have to climb up onto the shelf to see what's in the next shelf so you have to have to go all the way to the end and then sort of like stick your head into another aisle and stuff but this yeah. is a really open plan place they do have aisles but um, there's only like a small number of them, like two or three or something. It's yeah, not, it's very different to Woolworths. And um, that was that was at the local shops you went. What do you mean by that? Just the lo- just our local shopping centre. That was the one you went. Oh to. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I look. I don't. I don't know what Coles are like elsewhere. So I don't know if this is a new wave, well, sort of innovative design or not. But Dad, I, but uh, it's definitely different. Man. Definitely different. It is. Is it? I've got some bad news for you. Why? What sort of like? Um, yeah. The bad news is that Coles hasn't opened yet. Well, 
how can that be? Then then somebody else was obviously taking that taking that area because I certainly went in and bought a watermelon. I stood I stood over there like their freshly cooked chicken and, and pondered buying one. Right. I I checked out their cheeses. I did lots of things there. Lots of things there. Did, have you have you confirmed have you confirmed this with your mother? No, but I went there today. I think I know what's confused you here. There's a store outside of Coles that is more of like an open plan. It doesn't have doors that you can walk into. Oh, is that so? Oh, is that a second store? Yeah. <laughs> you mean there's a pre there's an there's an, a sort of what do you call that? And uh Sort of a uh, a seating area, a pre shopping area before you go in and yeah. do the real shop. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. That's, that's amazing. Why would they build that? I don't know. That's I think crazy. it's crazy. Yeah, it's. I think it's called um, Saka's Fine Foods or something like that. Do you remember oh, that? So that's not Coles. That's not Coles. Oh, um, that's where I bought my stuff from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. So everything everything I said about Coles was actually the other place. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I'm glad we uh, solved that crime, that uh, mystery. Why did you solve it? You just rang. You just rang me up to ridicule me. You <laughs> haven't solved anything. <laughs> you, just, you just rang up to give me shit. That's what no, you did. No, I didn't know. I didn't know what you were thinking. I obviously I knew you had made some kind of mistake, but I didn't oh, know. All right, there you go again, making. <laughs> it's me that made the mistake. Well, you did. Oh. You made the mistake. You said you went to Coles multiple times, and so I yeah, ha- yeah. And so I went yeah. to Coles today specifically to check it out for the podcast. And lo and behold, it's closed. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for thanks for your time, Tommy. No, no problem, Ruben. And I'll um, yeah. I'll see you. Yeah. I don't know, probably half an hour or something. You're goddamn right. Okay, boys don't cry. Not a moment to lose. We are running over time, I think. Um, Yep, who knows, really? Who can say for sure? But number 26, boys don't cry. Let's get this, uh, let's get this one in the bag, in the, under the belt, in the tank. Uh, Whatever the, whatever the phrase is, let's do it. Let's do that. And then let's wrap up the episode. Robert Smith, four and a half seconds. Boys don't cry. The cure. Here we go. Whoa, okay, so um, a lot to unpack there, a lot to unpack. Sadly, we don't have the time. Tickets on sale, get them at rubensolo.com. Uh, Geelong, this, did, I, did I plug this at the start of the show? I feel like I must have, right? Did I? And it doesn't matter. I'll do it again. I don't give a fuck. Uh, Geelong is next week, literally a week away. Um, on the Saturday, uh, Bendigo, a week after that. Uh, Melbourne starts a week after that. So it's all happening. Get your tickets. Sydney is is flying out the door. I can't believe how well Sydney is selling. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing 200 seaters, as in two 100 seaters, and I'm, I think they're probably going to both sell out. So get your tickets to Sydney. Um, if you're coming to Melbourne, can I recommend the opening night because it's cheaper? Um, and also because it would be really cool to sell out the opening night. 
Uh, it's a Thursday, so I'm not sure if we will, but cheaper tickets. So if that's your thing, get on board. Uh, as well, you feel free to support me on uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash Solo. Feel free to contact the show, contact at rubensolo.com. Thank you so much for your time, for your persistence. I am on the verge of tears, so I really have to go. See you next week. <laughs>